0: i'm trying to drive home that you're you're me you're who's listening to this podcast you're training these dogs and not just you know going on the occasional hunt or occasional training day like you're every day you're training this dog We get asked all the time what the most important thing to consider is when training and living with a hunting dog, and they're often surprised when they hear us answer with proper nutrition. It's pretty obvious when you think about it, though. It doesn't matter how well the dog is trained if it doesn't have the right fuel. The saying garbage in, garbage out rings true in dog nutrition. Eukanuba's premium performance lineup goes beyond just protein and fat with a number of different formulas designed to fuel your dog's specific activity level while supporting their recovery and optimizing their nutrient delivery. The proof is in the pudding, or lack thereof, when you make the switch to Yukanuba. You'll see immediate results in your dog's energy level and drive. They have a formula for every type of dog, from your hardest working dog in the field to your laziest retired dog on the couch. Head on over to EukanubaSportingDog.com to find the right formula for your hunting partner. Make the switch today and let Yukanuba fuel your dog so you can focus on what you and your dog actually love to do, work. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another week of GDIY. Thank you to everybody for being patient the past couple weeks. We obviously have some news to get to and uh, and a little bit of explaining to do. So uh, first first off, uh, Joe had a... uh, pretty big occurrence in his life. He, he surprisingly had an opportunity to move to Texas with his family. And, uh, it was kind of a situation to where, uh, it was an opportunity he could not pass up. And that kind of is ultimately the reason why we haven't had an episode the past couple weeks. This is the biggest break that we've had on GDIY since we started two weeks, uh, or two years ago this week. So, uh, you know, it it, it was unforeseen. And, uh, I told him when he he, he kind of explained everything that was going on. It was an opportunity that, he, honestly, he would have been uh, a fool to pass up. And uh, you know, the podcast. While we've been doing it for a couple years, and and he was into it, and and it was a priority. It was uh, it it was not a priority over the opportunity that was presented to him. So he literally packed up and moved his family to Texas in a matter of days. And uh, I mean, that's how quick it happened. So uh, first off, I would like to thank Joe for the years of uh, attention an energy that he brought to the podcast, and and it was a blast. You know, he's been there, been with us since day one. Uh, but you know, life goes on, and, and life changes, and so he had to move on. And with with that being said, uh, we had to replace Joe. And I have I've been uh, training with a buddy named Harold. Harold is here with us today. Harold, how you doing? Good. Good. So, Harold, he's been uh, kind of coming around since last fall and training. We've kind of gotten to know each other and done a little bit of hunting and uh, mostly training. But kind of explain to everybody who you are and why you think that, you know, you're going to be able to fill the big shoes that Joe left for us.
1: Yeah. Well, i um, glad to be here. Glad to be a part of the GDIY thing. I've uh, been a listener for a while now, even before I had a dog. Um, So it was just kind of perpetuating getting a dog and meeting, I think we met at a event a year or so ago and <laughs> that didn't help either. Oh, it
0: was it was a lot longer ago than that. It was oh, some yeah. random BHA pint night yeah. and uh, you didn't even have a dog. Exactly. And then my you know, I'm over there geeking out telling everybody, Hey, you should get a dog and I get a call from you like a little while hey man, I got a dog. Yeah, I got one. So <laughs> like, hey, he listens, so there there's a mm-hmm. a notch in your cap right there. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. Um I've been in Nashville area, I guess now for I guess I moved down here around 2012 and um now I'm married and <laughs> got with my lady um yeah, yeah. right around that time and
0: your lady <laughs> my lady
1: my uh my wife and uh, my bride <laughs> so I've been with her for a while now um and we've been collectively in Nashville together like 10 years all together I think in the Nashville area we've moved around I think my parents have taken a different exit to come to my house every time they've come to see me though (laughs)
0: you're you're always moving but Mm -hmm. but both of you you and your wife are both in the musical or the music industry here in Nashville which is obviously a big industry in this Mm -hmm. area so um you know it's kind of like a natural fit uh you know Joe is in the music industry that's how he kind of got got us up and running on the podcast and and for anybody that's met me in person I'm I'm not the guy. Like when we start talking about sound quality and and production, it's just like, you just hand me a mic and, and we'll go with it. But I don't know how. So when Joe left... You're like, hey man, I got this. I went to school for this. I've been doing it for years, and you you know so far you you've, you've kind of just stepped into the role, and uh, you're bringing a lot more ideas with it. And so you know, not to knock on Joe because he's been he's been with us since the start. Joe, as we've said on the podcast numerous times, he's kind of an opportunist when it comes to hunting, and more of a social hunter. But you've been out here actually training your dog, so you're gonna bring something a little bit uh, more natural and kind of, you know, in a lot of ways, a a really good fit to this podcast that maybe Joe didn't as in terms of training your dog and really being able to talk about this in, in ways that Joe really didn't and didn't really have any interest. You know, he, he, it was self-admitted. Uh, but that's what I'm excited is it's like, all right, you know, I got, I got the guy back on. Let's, let's do this. Let's go dog training. Let's hammer this and and stuff like that. So I'm excited for the future. And, uh, you know, we've been talking for a couple of weeks now, how can we grow this podcast kind of take the next step on this? And so, uh, you know, that's what you've been focusing on is like, let's get this sound quality up and going. Let's, let's improve off of it. You know, We've had it great for years, but let's improve it and then continue on, Charlie Mike, with the mission and and, and get the podcast right back on the right track, right? Yep. So, mm-hmm. so real quick, we know that you. We already talked about your training. What kind of dog do you have?
1: You know, I have. Uh, if God were to train bird dogs, <laughs> it's the uh, English Pointer. It's the preferred can dog. You,
0: can you call it an English Pointer anymore? I don't think it's so. It's just the Pointer, yeah, now, right.
1: It's just the Pointer, but then, <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a, such a confusing dog to have. I, I do like the There was an article that a fellow put out a while back and called it the Euro Pointer, and kind of went off into explanation <laughs> as a, you know as a joke, but it, it's honestly probably a better fitting name. But yeah. Um, yeah, just the Pointer depends on who you're talking to, I guess. But <laughs> I like to specify English if I'm around a bunch of German guys. Yeah, so. So you got the Brit, what what made you want to get a British dog? <laughs> well, I tell you, it's just a family thing. I mean, uh, it's where I grew up in Southern Illinois or Central Illinois, depending on uh, who you talk to or whose side you're on, I guess. But when I grew up there, um, I mean, my family on my mom's side had just had bird dogs since I can remember, and I think ever since my parents can remember. And just, I mean, I have my, my uh, great-great-grandfather's side-by-side Richard's muzzle-loading shotgun, and he ran pointers and setters, and his his um, kids did, and his kids did, and just kind of um, um, a family thing for me more than anything. Like, I remember talking to you and talking to guys, you know, what breed should I get, and everybody's like, get a GSP, get a GSP, but... Now, did I
0: advise you to get a you GSP? You did, yeah, you're did like, I?
1: man, get a GSP, man. <laughs> I, was like, really? I honestly guy. don't remember, but... Yeah. And
0: uh, <laughs> it probably went something along the lines like, if you want something just out of the box, it'll do yeah. it all. GSP, exactly.
1: And <laughs> I don't know. I just the contrarian in me kind of was like, I don't think I want a GSP. Everybody's got a GSP or these big German dogs, and my family's always had these pointers or setters. And I actually went to look at a setter, and he was a he was a fine dog, um, but the intensity that Lucy showed me that day is just. I don't know, I just was like, that's the dog I'm going to take home. I don't know. I just, um, it made sense to me. Just We just clicked, and I called my cousin because I sent him a picture of the dog, the setter, and <laughs> Lucy, my dog now that I actually owned. that I was going to go look at. And I was telling him, like, yeah, I'm going to go look at this setter. And he's like, well, what about that pointer? He <laughs> could just tell in the picture, you know, that I'd sent that—that's <laughs> probably the one I'd be after. And yeah. it just was—I don't know. I don't really have a good reason other than it just felt right, family tradition, and it felt right. And yeah, and I've thought about my next dog will probably be a pointer or setter too. I just—I like—I like being different a little bit. It's just uh, you know, I don't know. I'm I, even if I had a GSP, I don't know that I would take it duck hunting. Um, just because I do—I go up and illinois and missouri and it's pretty cold and i don't i don't know so i think if i was going to be more of a dedicated duck guy I'd probably do the lab or something longer haired and is what it is i like this pointer that we've you've over the last week, we've started getting her in the water a little bit, and I like the idea of getting her in the water for early teal or wood duck or goose season. But I don't have any so, aspirations so, beyond so that. So to
0: clarify, you're, you're not you're not training an actual duck dog. You're just training the dog that, like you you primarily you enjoy upland hunting. Yes, and you'll do the occasional opportunist when it
1: comes to duck hunting. Kind
0: of kind of like me in a yeah. lot of ways. Yeah, if there's ducks uh, around, I'll go, but I'm not going to go but, sit
1: on the blind for nothing.
0: But you're not you're not taking this pointer and turning it into to a water dog and I'm laughing because of, of what happened last week with we finally got her in the water you know you, you've done a couple things where you've kind of gotten her running in water and, and first off I don't think we talked about it she's a started dog Yes, so she's yes. not a puppy she's a, you know three just turned five uh, five. Okay, <laughs> so she just turned five and hadn't really gotten into the water and I told you yeah. you know hey we're going to get her in the water with a duck and so we shackled up a duck and threw it out there and then she uh she did the pointer swim which is Sink like a rock <laughs> <laughs> to the point to where your question on if you had to go jump in after it <laughs> or not is
1: like you, you said it was reminiscent of the scene in Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> the
0: bloodhound <laughs> just sinks to the bottom. Is yeah all right? <laughs>
1: yeah, give him a minute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He'll be all right. But if the bubbles stop, then you know you got to go in there after him. But uh, but no, and then she to her credit, she came out and uh, you know actually retrieved the duck for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: we sat around and made fun of her for a little
0: bit, and she finally <laughs> said, you know what? Watch this. Yeah. But, you know, it's not confusing at all that, you know, you have an English pointer that, that you're teaching to go in the water and maybe retrieve some ducks. You know, we had to add in a little bit of uh, confusion amongst ourselves mm-hmm. because, you know, you have Lucy, mm-hmm. the English pointer. I have a Lucy. But your pointer looks exactly like my GSP, Rachel. Yep. So, yeah, they, there's a bunch of confusion in the field amongst ourselves, so that's something that we're going to have to work out naturally. But, uh, but yeah, so, like, you know, again, to, to circle back, you know, this is kind of really this episode, we're not touching on a bunch of how-to or, or training theories or methods or anything like that. We just wanted to catch everybody up, what's going on uh, on our side of things. We're going to obviously keep this machine going. It's got wheels. Uh, we're going to see how far we can take this thing but uh we have a lot of ideas and and first and foremost is uh we have a survey yep. out we've been working on we're going to tr- we're trying to get feedback from everybody Harold you're bringing a lot of ideas to the table and and let's talk about the survey that should be out now uh if if it's not out now it will be any day now uh and we're going to be tagging it in social media and everywhere uh we haven't done one in 2 years yeah you know we've just kind of flown by the seat of our pants gotten opinions from listeners uh whenever we came across them or talked to them but uh wh- you know what's this survey really gonna well touch on and and tell us and how how are we gonna improve on this stuff
1: i think it's just uh we thought it a good opportunity now since it's kind of a since joe's leaving and we're kind of starting not starting over but kind of getting a fresh start here just a get opportunity uh to, yeah refreshing to get good opportunity just to kind of bring the whole GDIY um, family in that's interested and give some feedback. We'd love to hear it. Um, just going to make the show better, I think. Um, and I, we got a pretty cool promotion to go with it, I think.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So Yukanuba um, is offering up some, uh, some free dog food. And, you know, we only have a, a certain amount of those uh, coupons to give out for free dog food. So we're going to determine... The best way to to pass that out, uh, whether we're going to do that to a certain amount of people or give a certain amount of uh, duration for free dog food out to a smaller uh, number of people. But, uh, you know, if you you want... I don't know why people freak out over stickers, but they do, right? People love stickers. Yeah, man. So, if you know, if you want a GDIY sticker, you know, hit up the survey and then shoot us your information and we'll get you a sticker. But you also have a chance to get some free dog food and and, and change over to Eukanuba, which I actually got you to change over mm-hmm. to Yukonuba prior to you even coming on the podcast. Before we even knew that it was going to be up for discussion and <laughs> and it, your your pointer went from, like, looking like walking death <laughs> to... to just skin and bones yeah. to actually like she's she you know she is a solid dog now. she looks like, nice. she just looks healthy and just ready to go uh so it's quality food so if you've ever been interested in possibly trying you canuba then just helping us out and knocking out the survey that's gonna directly uh lend itself to figuring out how you guys like this podcast you know there's a there's a, you're going to go through it it's a pretty lengthy survey because we haven't done one in two years uh there's going to be a lot of questions that you're like why is this important in some way, shape or form it's important to us to figure out how we're going to go forward so just you know do, do your best if you don't mind take take you know 10 minutes and, and knock out that survey for us but uh it, it's going to tell us exactly how to move forward and, and make this thing better and um you know more updates just past the survey you know Harold he he's here we're going to continue with the kind of the uh the the program that we've been doing for the past almost year now and that's uh, primarily just me interviewing guests the topics and and the methods and stuff like that uh and then Harold we he's going to join me we're going to change things up and go from an intro on the, each episode to an outro on each episode, and that's going to afford us the opportunity to discuss the important stuff of what we covered on the episode, kind of connect the dots, put wrap a nice little bow up for it, and, you know, what it means for us, or is it going to change how we train, is it going to change how we hunt, uh, really just kind of sum up the episode, right, because I don't know about you, Harold, the intros on all podcasts seem a little goofy to me, because it's like... Hey guys, tune in, listen to this episode. Well, you already hit play on the episode. I've already subscribed, I've already downloaded <laughs> you are already
1: downloaded I've listened it. to the little snippet, I'm fired up, I've yeah. got the ads played, it's like, and now I'm like, alright, seriously guys, listen to this stuff, <laughs> yeah. seriously, I know you've already got it played and <laughs> logged up, but like... Seriously, listen to this. Yeah. So I don't know.
0: You hit play to listen to me tell you to hit play, and so uh, just
1: hit fifth. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. so so
0: we're gonna try this out, and you know, you guys might hate it. Seriously, let us know what you think about it. Give it a few weeks, but we're gonna, you know, it's gonna continue with me and the guest at with the topic, and uh, we're gonna try and continue on with the uh, specific topics. Right, finding the right guest for the right topics because th- those are really the good conversations that we've come to uh, enjoy and learn from, but then stick around for afterwards and you can listen to you know our take on it and, and wrap it all up in a nice clean bow and put out any good information that we need. So that gives you the listeners that don't have any interest in what Nick or now Harold has to say, y'all can completely avoid the outro and you don't have to hit the skip button 20 million times, right? Uh, so you can literally just hit play, it jumps right on in the episode and then if you want to hear what's going on with us and, w- and why what you just listened to is important, maybe you're asking yourself how does this apply to me and my dog then listen to the outro yep and then you know there's no telling what kind of sh- crazy shenanigans we'll get into or whatever i think some <laughs> of that idea
1: was formed out of two like i would listen to the podcast and then text nick i'm like well what, how do yes. i apply that to what what i'm doing and so maybe that'll answer some you know some of uh, your questions if you're kind of having that same thought running through your mind after some of these episodes yep. so
0: well and and to be perfectly honest and, and forthcoming we aren't the guinea pigs on mm-hmm. this right we you know we're friends with andrew and jacob from yeah. the southern Outdoorsmen. they've been pressuring me for a while now to change over to the outro they've they switched to this format a little over a year ago And and it worked out really nice for them because you, you know, a lot of people listen to these episodes, they get the information, but they're like, how does this apply? What does this mean in a real life scenario Mm -hmm. or real hunting scenario, real training scenario? Um, and that affords them the opportunity to really touch on what their guest spoke about in terms uh, – on how it's going to relate to you mm-hmm. and your dog and your situation, right? And so I'm excited for just that change and to give it a shot. And, you know, our listener base, that they may hate it after a little while. Mm-hmm. You know, they may. But uh, that's that's what we need feedback from. I, th- I think – people are going to enjoy it because you're not the only one there's quite a few people and quite a few regulars as well like we have some regular listeners every week like i'm i'm getting hit up whether it's a good episode bad episode you know holes left in the interview and questions uh but then every week it's new people coming out like hey he said this what do you mean by that you know maybe that affords us an opportunity to to hit on that and then you know it it answers people's questions before they have to ask Mm -hmm.
1: yeah totally agree
0: But then also sticking with that is we have a couple other ideas that, you know, we're toying with the idea of maybe doing a follow-up later on in the week, uh, maybe for just Patreon users, maybe not. We haven't decided yet. Eventually, we would like to do some sort of Teams meeting, Zoom room, something like that, possibly with that week's episode guest so that the listeners can ask questions to that specific guest about the the subject, so, An
1: application like, for you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, mm. you know, it, it may not be an every week thing. It may not be an every guest thing. But, it, you know, it, it's something we're toying with. And that, that's, that's what we're excited about. And that's what answering or, or f- taking 10 minutes to fill out the survey is going to tell us is, is this something you would be interested in? Because I think anybody who's really listened to GDIY long enough, they understand that, like, We want to lower that barrier for entry for people getting their first dog or just improve their dogs overall and just get out and have fun with your dogs. And just
1: like, even as a regular trainer who's had multiple dogs, being able to figure out, are you sticking to your plan? Are you, you know, doing, are you being true to your plan and not jumping around and being, training that dog as, as it deems necessary at the time, I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it. I think, I think uh, there's, a, there's more opportunity here to uh, close the gap between the people with the information and the people that want the information, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. we're, and we're trying to channel that the best we can. So that survey is going to help us out. If you don't feel like doing a survey, you hate surveys, whatever, but you still have some ideas, shoot them to us, um, a- anything of that sort. We already have some great guests and topics lined up coming out I mean we're, we're literally this episode's hitting we're, we're getting back into it next week we're gonna be right back on track with the good topics and good guests and good information but you know it just after being off for a couple of weeks I had a few people a few friends and a few listeners hit a, hit me up and be like hey you know you've missed one week in two years you just missed two weeks like what's going on what's happening and and uh you know it's like hey life happens we had to figure it out and we figured it out and I think in the long run we're gonna be better off for it and what, you know, full steam ahead. We we have right now. We're we're gonna get the podcast back to where it should be and where it should be headed. And then also, you know, we're still training. We've we've been training, picked up, picked that up, probably. Harder in the past few weeks than we have all summer because we finally found some birds, right? Uh, and the pigeon coop's done. And the pigeon coop's done. With we got birds in some... <laughs> the pigeon coop. <laughs> yeah, uh, but also hunting seasons. I mean, heck, we're thirty days away from carrying a shotgun crazy. in the field.
1: September is coming. Dove season and early goose, early teal, early wood duck. Mm-hmm. It is almost here.
0: Yeah, and I mean. If you deer hunt and all that stuff, track track the deer with your dogs. Yeah. You've got all kinds of stuff. So we're a month away to where we have a lot coming down the pipe uh, as far as content with the podcast, but also our own hunting lives and, and trips planned and so on and so forth. So it's like, you know, w- w- real quick, what do, what do we have planned this fall for hunting? Like where are we headed? What are we doing? What are well, you after? You've
1: got Maine brought up uh, in the end of October. Mm-hmm. And then I usually have like, I'm I mean – um, it sounds boring. I do the same kind of places every year, but I mean, I get a nice variety and of, uh, animals and get, see a nice variety of terrain. I'm, as far as upland hunting goes, I always go uh, to my wife's property in Northwest Iowa, um, hunt on some, a lot of, a lot of farm ground, but a fair amount of waterfowl production and just public land up there. Um, also hunt up in near Kansas city in Missouri, um, for waterfowl hunting um then obviously in southern illinois i go up there and chase some pheasants and quail and whatever ducks make their way there um and then i i've got some family in michigan and there's always a couple of states that may happen like last year kentucky you know that'll probably happen again and obviously tennessee but there's always like a random one in there too thrown in seems like but yeah. yeah.
0: So you're, you're kind of like me in any way. You're a generalist. Like if somebody mm-hmm. invites you, you're going <laughs> like you're just, whether it's Illinois, Kentucky, you mentioned you're up in Minnesota just a few weeks ago yeah. getting married. You're planning on probably going back up there again in the, in the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm headed to South Dakota in mid September. I'm leaving the, I'm volunteering at the invitational. Um, uh, and then I'm leaving straight from there and going straight to South Dakota Gonna go see if I can nail a prairie chicken, some sharp tails. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And then, like you said, Maine at the end of October, and then there's no telling. You know, we are talking about
1: do- doing a quick weekend trip to Wisconsin, mm-hmm. maybe filling that in. Um, the a lot of Illinois, probably a fair amount of Illinois trips for me, just because of the proximity of where my farm is to Tennessee. It's only a few hours, so.
0: Yeah, so you have pri- you have actual private land opportunity in Illinois. Yep. So, so you know, another reason why I invited you to come on to the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean we we plan on getting after it pretty hard, and the, I mean that's ultimately what you got you got lucy last fall last november i actually got her in december last december and so you you barely got to know her during hunting season last year and then you spent all this year training her and now this is the first season that you're going into it full season with the bird dog yep uh since you're little with your dad and grandpas Mm -hmm. uh but you actually know her you know what she's capable of and so like i know you're already excited and and you're raring to go and uh I got to ask, though, man, you've been, the past couple months, you've been force-fetching your first dog on a breed that's not exactly known for retrieving. (laughs) So, you know, you're when you first asked me, like, hey, man, I need to force-fetch Lucy. You know, how do I go about this? What do I need to look at? Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, Scott showed you the tow hitch uh, at one of the little North Carolina trips that we did. Uh, you, You went with the tow hitch, but... How's that been with it being your first dog? Because you first told me I want her to be ready to go at the start of September, and I'm like, or dove season. I'm like, yeah, I don't. Man, don't put a timeline on Uh on it. Do not put a deadline on it, because what's going to happen is you're going to rush it, and it's not going to get done. And it's not going to get done, and you're going to sacrifice future dove seasons for this (laughs) one dove season. So you know, real quick, you know, we're not going to go all steps, but you know that I'm trying to drive home that you're you're me you're who's listening to this podcast you're training these dogs and not just you know going on the occasional hunt or occasional training day like you're every day you're training that this training dog and
1: if it's hunt season i hunting almost every day like some people get up and drive to the gym 20 minutes and work out and do their thing i get up and i go to the woods and <laughs> do my, that's like my version of gold's gym <laughs> uh and training i guess but um uh, so I guess the question is about: Am I going to take her dove hunting, or what? Or what what's...
0: Just how how's the force fetch been? You know, it, it it was your first time going through the program, and again, you're you're doing it with a, with a breed that isn't exactly known for it, and she herself didn't have a lot of retrieving drive to start with. And then last week, you know, she sunk like a rock, but damn it, she brought you the duck, right? <laughs> so she. <laughs>
1: So she's very cooperative. So when I when I went to look at her, she brought me the bird back that I shot over. Um, but it's just like because it was a bird and she had, you know, and it's kind of like, you know, she's not going to do that every time. And it may, she may drop it off 20 feet away from you. But I think, uh, you know, I just wanted to do it just to – I just want to maximize this dog's potential and see what I can do. It's just more about – it's not anything about – you know, this dog is going to go fetch a duck and this dog is going to (laughs) definitely, it's just about like, man, it's training season. She's a dog and she wants to see what she can do. I want to see what she can do. It's, I got nothing else to do. you know, why not? So that's more of my attitude about it. I mean, ideally I I would have her out there September one dove hunting, but I don't know. I don't know if she, you know, like you said, the process has been, I've taken the whole thing really slow, probably slower than I really even need to. Um, and she probably could be further along with a better handler or a better trainer. Um, she probably would be done by now, but I've just been I went I've just been going painstakingly slow. It's, I'm mostly in fear of doing something wrong, but it's so most of the steps looking back have kind of been like, "Oh, I probably could have moved on like earlier and I just didn't." But I'm okay with that. She's um, you know, like she's now got drive to retrieve like a bumper or something. That's not just like, Oh, there's a dead bird. Like I would like to go get that. It's kind of, you can see that developing, which is exciting and making me want to get to the finish. As far as her being ready for September one, I don't know right now. Um, It's, there's still some confusion. We're on the ground. We're not on the table anymore. So there's that. I mean, she's not far from being done, but she's, I don't, I, like you said, I don't want to rush it. And I think I could, see it being one of those things where maybe I'm not, I don't have her out there on day one on this big surrounded field with a bunch of gunfire, but maybe like on a Tuesday mid season, if I can go to a public land field early and some, you know, to see how she does
0: hey, come out here to my place yeah. and do a Passover shoot. You've, yeah. you've seen all the dove flying around
1: here. And just test it out. See if she stays place. See if she, you know, just, just to see, you know, it, it, it's not like, and, th- and I'm saying after I've got her completely fetched, force fetched, but, um, I think that's probably my, how I'm going to inch her into it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of where my, that's where I'm going now. with it. And, I and so
0: I, I think it, it's been fun for me watching because I, I didn't, I mean, we've, We're kind of acquainted with each other, but we didn't know each other Mm -hmm. until you got the dog, and you came down here, and it's like, hey, let's put her on the woodcock down here. Let's see Mm -hmm. how she does, whatever. But, I mean, in just such a short time, you got your first dog since you hunted with your relative's dogs. Mm -hmm. You got her. She was started. You have no idea how she was trained, what she was really trained on, or Mm -hmm. the environment, or any of that and in such a short time. You said that you've gone painstakingly slow. That may be true in your, in your perspective as far as forest fetch, but think about everything you've done with this dog since you got her in December. Mm-hmm. You spent the first two months just getting to know
1: her, mm-hmm. Right. Kind of letting her do her thing. Yeah. She chased, she did things. I just kind of like, yeah, I mean, it, wasn't it, a lot of formal training going yeah, on with her.
0: And you're getting used to her, her behavior, her, her body language, all that. Same thing with her and you. I mean, you could see when you first brought her out here that y'all were still just on the get to know each other phase. Mm-hmm. And then since then, it's just like, you put a nice heel on her. You worked really hard on that. Then you put a nice place on her. You already have her steadied up to release in the field. Now you're just working on when you release her, is she going to actually go do something, right? Yeah. And and so, I mean, that's what I mean by like, this is your first dog that you've trained. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about, so hunting season ended in February. You're talking in four or five months now, you've done all of that and you you're, you're, You can see the light at the end of the tunnel on force fetch. Yep. And that's what gets me excited when I talk to people like you or listeners on this podcast is like, you can do this if you really want to do it. Right? And it's like what you just said. It's just like, I just want my dog to live up to her full potential. Yeah. It's, it's not so much the bragging rights. Like, oh, my dog, you know, never lost a retrieve or never lost a bird or anything mm-hmm. like that. Or it no. brings
1: it back to hand every time. Yeah. I don't yeah. have to bend over. Yeah. Like, you I know, don't, yeah.
0: you're going to NAVDA training day. Yeah. You said, hey, if she's ever ready, I might test her. But I have, like, that's not the end goal here. Like, I want, I'm a hunter. I want a hunting dog. She, like, I want my friend to go hunting with me on a regular basis and that's what you've done and in four or five months with a dog that you didn't know and you said she's almost five now or she she just turned five in september five so that's going into another myth you can't teach an old dog new tricks right yeah because i can attest that dog did not know what the heck a recall was let alone heel place fetch steadiness I think she had a loose woe on her when you got it, yeah. but that was about it. Like yeah. when 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 we're talking about, you got a started meat dog, you got a started meat dog. Like she she was your typical far ranging pointer in the field mm-hmm. that would slam a point and hold a point. You know, and and until she died, (laughs) is really what she was. And with that right there, you you know, not knowing any better, just asking a few questions, uh, talking to people that knew better than you—not me, but like people like Scott or Mm -hmm. so on—that's my point. Is like anybody can do this. Yeah. And that's what that's what keeps us fired up to do this and keep this podcast going and growing, is putting more information out there like that. And so I'm excited. For what this podcast is going to turn into excited for this hunting season obviously but what else are we going to learn when we get these new guests on get you know us diving in deeper to figure out because i mean that's that's what we talk about day in day out you know i i'm missing a call from austin right now he's calling me right now because he's headed down here to train too uh and that's what we're about to go do we're sitting outside right now it's actually not 2000 degrees so out here, out here. Yeah, yeah you know you can actually somewhat breathe i think we're barely yeah, we're sweating out here <laughs> <laughs> I Kind of forgot to mention we're live from the porch like you hear <laughs> yeah. birds oh and yeah
1: beautiful sounds
0: That's yeah why. so you know he's headed down here and we're gonna go knock out some training right after this but i mean that's what this is all about and i think you know we, we've had some great guests and great topics and great episodes uh recently with gdiy i think it's only going to get better as we go forward and, and you know, we kind of have a, 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 renewed sense of, uh, what we're after a renewed mission, if you will. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I, am excited again. You know, it's just like, I, I don't think people understand this. This isn't just us, but any of your podcasters, if there's any podcasts out there in the hunting world or not, you know, say what you will about it. You know, some people do it for certain reasons. Other people do it for other reasons. Uh, that doesn't matter to me, but just recognize that the time commitment and effort that it takes to put out consistent episodes and quality Quality. effort, you know, is it worth your time to listen? And so whatever that podcast is, you know, whether we're at the bottom of the list or the top of the list, you know, just recognize that it is a time commitment and, and it is a time suck. And so like with Joe, I mean, he just spent two years doing this on a weekly basis and you know, it adam was on it austin was on it and it's like it's a time suck so it's just um just recognize the commitment joe for two years you know sacrificed his time to just put out a free podcast out there for everybody and and he didn't even you know he's not like us that trains his dog so he just enjoyed being in the environment so you know we wish joe the best of luck in his new new adventures in texas you know he's going to be telling me where some quail are down there I'm sure at some point but uh you know I appreciate all that but you know saying all that I'm looking forward to the future and what we have coming up and and you know I don't know if there's anything else for us to circle back on and and beat a dead horse but well that's really all all our mission was this week right
1: yeah really uh, i guess if there was a horse dead horse to be beat would be <laughs> the survey one more time Yeah, really it's just commenting about you know how much time this requires and that's kind of where that comes from it's like you know we we recognize you know the you get what you put into it right so like when we put a lot of work into it we get a certain product and we have these expectations so we kind of have that for y'all it's like well you know, if you would take some time and just do this survey, it'd mean a lot to us, and would kind of help us on this direction that we're wanting to go, and make sure we're guiding the ship in the right way. Um, Absolutely. Because we've got a lot of cool ideas, but we want to make sure y'all are into the ideas as well. Is
0: it worth our time and effort? Right. Right.
1: You know. Um, and definitely appreciate canuba um, throwing the uh some some dog food that way. Oh right? yeah. Kind of throw the incentive, and I think that's a great. Uh, we kind of like you said about lucy we'll have to throw some pictures up online or something to show you the difference and i was kind of like oh no you know
0: <laughs> you were i'm not going like,
1: to be influenced and have <laughs> the same y'all have the same dog food but it's it's legitimately like some good feed i don't know anything about well, at that, the end of the day
0: to sum, sum up everything on Yukonuba, and you know this isn't a, a i guess i was about to say this isn't a Yukonuba sponsored episode but it it is is. (laughs) uh but you're you're now doing the same activity level with your dog Mm -hmm. she put on weight she looks healthy and now you're taking food away you're trying to find that perfect level for her so you're actually down downsizing how much you feed her and a lot
1: of that is just that it's summertime and it's hot and not getting as much exercise come the fall it'll change well your
0: activity level overall it still stayed the same Mm -hmm. you know you're not doing it You know, 12 hours out of the day, but because you just, she would die. Yes. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, you know, yeah, to your point, you know, Yukonuba offered that up. So, you know, take that for what it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, sticker, uh, we do have merchandise on the work, finally. Uh, We're about to forget about that. Yeah. So,
1: and it's going to be, uh, you know, function and fashion. (laughs) <laughs> where, they, where those two things intersect Yeah so.
0: Yeah so you know it, Real simple You know shirt and hat To start off with But we got some more uh, Custom stuff Kind of Kind of in the works Being being uh, thought on And we've Kind of hinted at that For a little while Me and Joe But uh, you yeah, know Now's the time We're going to be Having that come up So if you're interested In that Be sure to reach out to me We, You know we, We're trying to decide The best way to do that If we're doing pre sale If we're Whatever uh, But if you're interested Be sure to let us know But yeah it's, uh, you know, again, this episode was not real heavy on, on, you know, wasn't very informative, but we felt like just, hey, clean slate, let's go ahead and start off, tell everybody where we've been the past few weeks and where we're going, and next week we're going to be right back with you on the uh, uh, good topic and guest, and uh, also Kylie, you know, she's still going with GDI Wives, so be on the lookout for that uh, this upcoming Thursday or next week as well. So, um, Harold, you got anything else to add? You excited? What what's going on?
1: Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't really have anything else to add. I'm just excited and uh I'm looking forward to some of these future episodes um and the kind of direction we're going. Yep. Um just growing this thing and yeah, glad to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, glad to have you. And, uh, again, Joe, appreciate everything you did over the couple years. Uh, We're going to wrap this up nice, short, and sweet, and uh, we'll be back next week. Appreciate it. See you.